we were playing a four-player Borderlands game. Yeah. <clears throat> and for the record, I don't normally go around dicking over my teammates. However, I was doing a little bit of role-playing because I was playing the Psycho, who is literally insane, talks to himself, and is just fuck nuts wacky. He has a really awesome skill tree where he like does damage to himself and his te- takes de- damage from his teammates and then like does In cool a game things. with no team damage, this guy has team damage. <laughs> it's it's fun. Um and so every time Will was driving his car around and he got out, I'd blow it up with my Uber shotgun. Because you can't harm a car if some if your friend is in it. Exactly. But it's apparently not my car when I'm not in it. Precisely. They've sort of got a baby's idea of ownership, I guess. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um every time he he would um you know, go out to do go out and like do a mission, do an, get an objective. Or say drop you off after picking you up because you were stranded because you blew up your own car. Yeah. I, I wouldn't just blow up his. I, I suffered no car to exist. Um so, and I was perfectly fine walking, you know. I was just thinking, you know, you know what, there's Elle, her car's blown up, I don't know why, I didn't see it. I'll just pick her up and drop her off to the location. Okay, great. Alright, we're here, we're gonna take on this boss. Alright guys, team healers getting out to re- save your asses. <laughs> yes, I shot the car God. instead of those fighting enemies. Damn it! <laughs> That car didn't do anything to you yeah, seven did. times. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I, I also shouted blood for the blood god every time. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. I, just all caps in in, in the chat. Which was what? impressive because you also had the ability to team speak. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. She didn't. Oh. Not at that time. And don't ruin a story like that. She <laughs> <laughs> shouted loud enough and I had my microphone. That's true. That's you were true. in the same room. Mm-hmm. You could have done it. Mm-hmm. I believe in you. Nope, I just took the time to type blood for the blood god all caps several exclamation points. That's true. You have to have at least two to three exclamation points. Next time I really want to say something, I'm going to type, you know, whatever it is, exclamation point, then the words, several more exclamation points. Nice. Welcome to iPodcast Magic Missile, where we play games and talk geek. Broadcasting every week from the New River Valley in the beautiful mountains of Southwest Virginia, we bring you audio from some of the most exciting games, new and old. No actual wizard spells here, just actual play from great games. This is iPodcast Magic Missile. This is Dave. This is Al. This is a resident of Bass from down the street. No, this... not really, it's Johnny. <laughs> Duncan. This is Joanna. This is Will. This is Caitlin. Does anyone have a topic? We haven't done a topic in like freaking forever. Yeah. <laughs> blink, blink. I blink, recently blink. delved deep into the beautiful heart of the SCP Foundation. Oh, I love SCP. What is SCP? <gasps> it's, yes. Okay. Have you really so, never seen it before? Before two days ago. Are you serious? No. Well, oh apparently gosh. I'm not the only one. So what is this so, thing? This <laughs> thing called SCP. Stands for Secure, secure contain, contain, Protect. And it's a website that has apparently been around for a very long time, which is makes me sad that I didn't know about it. And Well, I never actually took the time to find it until recently, where people write entries about fictitious things uh, in sort of high-level bureaucratic containment sort of notes. It's basically like, like Men in Black, but for Cthulhu mythos. Oh, okay. And 
And See, so elevator pitch. Thank you. But, no. but, 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 but it, I think that kind of it's much more than that. It's not just Cthulhu mythos. It's like science. It, it's, well, yes, but but it's that level of it, it's creepy pastas from a Men in Black standpoint. Or so think of so the bureaucrat, right? Yeah, yeah. This is a corporation, that. or sort of. It's never clearly defined, but it behaves kind of like some sort of like either international agency or corporation that is. Securing and containing, and, and the entries, the creepypasta entries are written as if they are a data file in a computer about this thing. <coughs> yeah. You know, prisoner you number 037-A. Containment procedures. All personnel must blah, blah, blah. And then it goes on to describe what the thing does, and then it gives you it, data files. But on see, it really doesn't explain what it does, which is my favorite part. It well, explains what to do when it gets out, out. <laughs> which is... More well, terrifying than explaining what it is. Well, there's a lot that do describe the object. Yeah. And it sounds the, very Night Vale-esque in terms of its presentation. Uh, I, I no. kind of felt like the, uh, the sort of the pitch was the end of Indiana Jones, where they're yeah. wearing the, yeah. the thing yeah. in the warehouse, and you Fair just enough. see this, it's this unmarked crate, it's got some yeah. numbers on it, and that's it. Exactly. And it's going off, and there's all of these other crates, and you're like... Warehouse 23 predates... Warehouse, Warehouse the supplement. The show. Yeah, it's yeah. a GURP supplement. And it's basically... That one is Men in Black. Yeah. It's just Men in Black as a not-just-aliens thing, and they, ha- and they have this big facility, and they can... And they basically go and contain things and capture them and just mm-hmm. be like, well, this is potentially dangerous. We're just going to hold on to this. And they categorize, catalog it and throw and it in a warehouse. And the other thing that I find particularly fascinating at it from, like, a... Like a, a looking at it from a literary sort of standpoint is that it's not as... Frustratingly badly written. That's pretty much all creepy pasta yeah. is these days. It's but, but, really depressing. But who was phone? <laughs> but who was phone? Who was phone? I don't know who phone was. It's the mystery of our age. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's a lot of podcast <laughs> over the last thing. Speaking of which, I don't know. So last... you're with your girl! <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not doing the accent right. Uh, um, yeah. I joined the last podcast on the left um, Facebook group. I saw that because uh. it had like. Add, add Dave Free to group, and I was like, I can do that? <laughs> Are you a moderator? <laughs> no, no, I think anyone in there can do it. I was just really surprised. I was like, why is it asking me to so, do So here's the thing. Um, I immediately had to take it out of my main feed, mm-hmm. because the first thing that showed up was just a picture of a, of a, a person lying in the road caught literally in half. With the head, with the upper torso over here, the legs over here, and I was like... Was it the, was it the motorcyclist that was hit? Uh, yeah, I think because so. Because I've seen that picture multiple times. And that, that was one of those things I was like, oh, so it's that's not usually how, like that, though. So that's how it's going to be. Maybe I should, like, not follow them. I can go visit that group when I want. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, that's that was the most gruesome thing I've ever seen on there. People link all the time to gruesome mm. things, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and the other reason, uh, yeah, so L, the reason why I hadn't stumbled upon SCP prior to this is because while I was aware of that video game where, I forget what it's called, they've apparently made a video game where you're basically going into the SCP building and all the monsters what? come out and try to kill you. Oh, that's really? Yeah. It's no, I know they have the one where you're going down the staircase. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. That, one, that one's fun the first time. I've seen yeah. that there's a different one where you're in like a 3D environment. I read a little bit of a blurb about it, but I don't remember the title. Are you about sure it. about the Slenderman one? Because there is a Slenderman one. I don't think it's a Slenderman one. There's a screenshot of the monster that has big hands and can chase you from anywhere, killing a person. 
That was a screenshot from it that I saw mm. for this game that I don't remember the oh, title of. Oh, right. I think I know what you're talking so, about now. So, anyways, I have not played it. I've heard a couple of those things, but prior to that, the links that I'd seen two things were immensely mediocre, and so I was like, I'm not going to waste... And then I finally... I don't know what it was that inspired me to go to it, and I started reading from the beginning. I'm like, this is really interesting, and some of these are funny, and some of them are darkly existential. I, um... I found it originally from a, a thing from The Little Fears, which is um, mm. that YouTube mm-hmm. thing. And there's a story about the 10,000 Californians, and it has that statue at the end. Mm-hmm. And I did a reverse image search on the statue, and it's one of the um, SCCP mm-hmm. items, and there's something based on that in there. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about, about the entries is that I feel like the constraint of that format mm-hmm. lets people do things that otherwise just would go off their walls and start being really dumb. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. It allows them to remain vague where it can stay interesting and cool, so to speak. Yeah. You know? Um, where if it didn't have those constraints, they'd just be like, oh, here's a cool story about it. Yeah, and with you, it'd just get yeah. weird. Yeah. And if, if you don't want to, if something would be too stupid to say it out loud, you can just have that be, like, redacted. Yeah, that's the Yeah, that, that saves things. Yeah, it, it, it creates the, uh, this, yeah. It the creates an artificial tool. atmosphere even when there shouldn't be, because yeah. the, the object in question is really dumb. Except with enough redacted, it sounds kind of ominous, so it works. <laughs> but you, you probably make almost anything uh, 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 ominous with a with enough with redacted. Oh, yeah. totally. I, I did with an education uh, assignment where I was writing about big education, like uh, coming in and like uh, censoring Dino. teachers. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So. Oh, go ahead. Uh, one of the one of my favorite. Um, well, there are a couple items that do things like so. They'll affect. There'll be some weird effect that the item has. It doesn't sound particularly insidious. It's just mm-hmm. weird. So one of them is an item that makes anyone talking about it talk about the item as if it's in first person yes. from the item's it's perspective. It's a toaster. Yeah. I am a toaster, and I make anybody who has come into contact with me as a toaster incapable of referring to me in the third person or any other tense except for the first. And that's so, the whole entry is just, that's, like, written as if it, you're the toaster. That's the most <laughs> awesome thing. <laughs> There's also one about a coffee maker that is capable of producing any liquid that can be in a liquid state mm. within regular temperature boundaries. So, like molten glass, liquid nitrogen, <laughs> parts of a person's inside. Because somebody asks for a cup of Joe and it gives them parts of like the organs of a person named Joseph. Oh shit! <laughs> it's it's, it's awesome. Just so it's so creative. cool. So now yeah. I gotta go check that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need to go like recheck that, that out. I, have, I don't actually recognize. Oh yeah, a couple of those. Yeah, because yeah. I, so I heard that and I, I had a there similar are, reaction yeah. to you. I've only like, read oh, like that's a quarter suck. of them. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. And so I really I discounted it for a long time, and I recently went back and um, I think I was looking at something on Reddit, and they linked to something. I'm like, fine, time to click on this link. And it linked me to. I think it was SCP-093, the one where it's a disc that takes you through mirrors Mm -hmm. to a post-apocalyptic world that is incredibly richly developed, and it's amazing, and it's... It's really, really, really excellently done. Read 093. Yeah, and it's different colors. Yeah. Um, So, is there any sort of takeaway we can get from this for, like... Yes, absolutely. If you are running any kind of a game and you are looking for strange objects, something out of the ordinary, click on anything on SCP Mm -hmm. and you have a 50% chance of coming up with something cool you want to put in your game. Like, all I could think of when I was reading it was, man, this is all, like, over-the-edge stuff, Mm -hmm. or this would be perfect powers for Psyron, or, you know... 
I honestly, like, it, it almost sounds like so if you wanted to have even like a, a D&D or Pathfinder game set in sort of a weird world, mm-hmm. that coming up with magic items based on stuff in the SCP would be... I've done that. Well, there you go. Treasure trove of, of, of material there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Also, I think it has kind of, like I mentioned earlier, for, for running games um, and creating things is the whole... It's just a really good example of how constraint can really breed creativity. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I was going to use that exact phrase. Yeah. Me to it. Um, I also wonder if there isn't writing techniques in there that could be useful as a GM, especially if you're doing a mm-hmm. horror game. Mm-hmm. Would you, does anyone have any ideas like to, the, who's, who's actually read it? Like some ideas like, oh, that gives me an idea of like how I could make something scarier or more like creepy. Well, definitely so much of it is leaving things to the imagination. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the biggest part of it is... Don't show the monster. Don't show the monster. Never show the monster. Or create a structure where the monster is very clear because it's the only hole left. Yeah. Mm. And then whatever shape that takes, the edges of it will start to get fuzzy and then that makes... That lets creep in. What if if you want to have, like, a mirror? That movie... So did you see that movie? I didn't end up seeing it because I thought it was going to be shitty, so I'm going to wait for Netflix. Yeah, I was going to say, what movie? I still haven't seen it. Uh, Oculus. What's Oculus? Well, I did some research on that. The one with the mirror. Um, One with, uh, what's her, Doctor Who? So it turns out it's not done by the super duo that did the first Saw and the Insidious movies. I was wrong. That, that. makes sense, based on what I saw in the uh, previews. Though you can never trust a horror movie you can, previews. No, you never can. Because, honestly, here's a pump for a horror movie. The Last Exorcism, a found footage horror movie, looks like absolute shit. <laughs> if you watch the preview, actually not that bad of a horror movie. because Last Exorcism of Emily Rose? No, The Last Exorcism. Which is... It's the one where a preacher is doing to perform his last exorcism, but he's really a shyster. Like, his job is to fake exorcisms, and he's very conscious about it, and it basically is a camera following him around and showing how he sets up, like, he rigs a bed to move, and he sets (laughs) up, like, a sound recorder in a corner that he can, like, hit in his pocket... What? What? Yes, and it's beautiful, and it's all about a girl that he meets that he actually thinks might be possessed, and then it walks this gray line of, well, maybe she's just been really abused by her father and is mentally ill, and there's a moment where the possessed girl picks up the camera, and it's beautiful because it's a found footage movie, right? And it's the first time I've ever seen a found footage movie that actually takes the point of view of the monster, and it's super creepy because the whole time you're like, oh man, what is gonna happen? This is bad. And then something bad happens, and then the ending is really interesting, it's satisfying, and it does foreshadowing, and comes through on it really well. It's a really good movie. So we're going to have a movie night, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's it's no, that'd be pretty awesome. How is that? that? What? Because that's too interesting to sell to horror fans. That's way too interesting to sell to them. I have seen a shit ton of previews for that thing, and they didn't even touch on anything. No, like none of well, that, that. None of that is probably, like, prob- probably part you know, of the reason that it's still decent. Is because mm-hmm. a lot of times you'll have a movie that if you haven't seen the preview, it turns out to be pretty good. But yeah. if you see the preview and they show everything that's good in the movie in the preview, it's true. Like, like comedy movie. previews. <laughs> oh, I hate those. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, might as well just, like, any, you see the any, movie right there. Any know? funny movie with Nicolas Cage, just watch the preview, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> like, all of the good jokes are in the preview. That's not true. The bees aren't in the, the, uh, oh, what is it? 
Wicker, Wicker Man. Man. Yeah. What yeah. about that time that he punched a woman in a bear suit? The woman yeah, wasn't in a bear suit. He was wearing the bear suit. I'm not sure that the Wicker Man counts as a comedy. Either. I've seen it. Intentionally. Intentionally. I've never seen Wicker Man. Death of the author. The original Wicker Man is fantastic. The original one is fantastic. I would yes. say it's one of the best weird movies I've seen. Mm-hmm. It's really weird because they mixed in real footage in that. That was 100% yeah. documentary footage. When... There's a couple of scenes where the, the, the movie goes around to these people in this small uh, village in England, and it's on an island, and they're all sort of strangely pagan. And there's this one part where the movie goes around, and there's a man in a fish shop, and he's like, this is the Salmon of Wisdom mask. I'm going to wear it on May Day. And it's real. Like, they actually went to a small backwoods island somewhere, and as a documentary, tried to film these people's practices, their old religious practices. And there's a bunch of people dancing around naked, and all sorts of things that, like... The blending between actual, real documentary people, and it's really obvious they're not actors, mm. and the movie that is sort of written around it yeah. is really cool. Like That's not the Nicolas Cage version. No. no. <laughs> the Nicolas Cage version? I can never really tell. It's weird. It doesn't understand how talking or plot works. <laughs> it's, it, it's like, have you ever seen a... It also does this thing where, like, have you ever seen a movie that's trying to be, like, feminist or something, but by doing that is, like, the most anti-feminist thing you've ever seen? Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about Wicker Man. Yeah. Like, why didn't you just, like, leave that out if you were going to do that? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Who can say? Who can say? Nicholas Cage can. No, he can't. He doesn't know what he's doing. Or he knows exactly what he's doing. What was in the bag? How did it get burned? <laughs> Maybe in a fire. I don't know. What do you I'm think? pretty sure it's his wife's head. That seems reasonable. <laughs> yeah, you know, That's I always... Works, right? Yeah. I always kind of wanted a Wicker Man 2 revenge flick where his fiance <laughs> comes back and kicks everybody in the village's ass looking for her husband. Yeah. That's what I always wanted. Doesn't what matter. was in this bear suit? What was in the bear suit? River Tam beats up everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I've already seen that movie. <laughs> so I've escaped the aughts. <laughs> so what other cool shit have people done li- lately? I ate at the new curry place. Ooh, was it was yeah. yeah. It is very good and very cheap. Yeah. Oh. It was three bucks cheaper per nice. meal than the... Uh, the other restaurant, the Chinese restaurant across from Fun and Games. And if you're a Fun and Games employee, it's almost as close. But if you're not, you have to go around. <laughs> so so this this place is, I, it only has like, what, six items on the menu? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This is like, and there's actually several stores at the mall that really only specialize in one or it's two things. It's called Himalayan Curry, I yep. think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's Marco and Luca, which is just dumplings and noodles. Mm-hmm. And then there is a place that just sells crepes and bubble tea. Yep. And then there is... It, like the crepes place has actually a fairly extensive menu for the fact that there's it's crepes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can put anything in crepe. Yeah, they have like, pizza crepes, savory or sweet. Crepes. It's a pizza crepe. Yeah. <laughs> really, pizza crepe. Crepe pocket. <laughs> the only problem with the crepe place is that it's not really crepes. It's something that kind of resembles crepes. There are yeah. two kinds of crepes. They're kind of and they don't know that there's a di- difference between. There are there's uh, two flavors of crepes. Uh, if there's the meat crepes and then there are the dessert crepes. And in France, that that is a distinction that they know. And at a crepe place, they have two kinds of crepe batter. 
This place does not know that. It's true. They so, hadn't heard. So they yeah. use a sweet, not a savory cape. No, they use a savory cape. They use a savory cape for every day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is I almost worse. Once. I think. Yeah. But. I'm, I'm not using it. was a savory crepe, so I was not too disappointed. Yeah, see, it's fine if you get the, the correct type. But when, when you, you know, venture elsewhere. They have the same thing at the little Turner's right, right, crepe place at Turner. They only have, like, there's no sweetness to the crepe. It's like no one found out that there's two kinds of crepes. Uh, Maybe we should. <laughs> All right, crepe places that are Sorry. listening to us right now. <laughs> there are two okay. kinds of crepes. Make sure you have them. Because otherwise, we'll we'll say bad things on our podcast about you, yeah. about your bad grapes. Mm-hmm. There you go. You yeah, gotta, and we're going to break the back now. of your business with it. You're unnoticed. <laughs> but <laughs> you I think that warned. actually, the, the whole like, successful business selling six things, like, that. I think that's also another, like, maybe a thing that you can kind of take away from. That sometimes it's better to do one thing really well, or a few things really well, than to do a million things poorly. In the words of Ron Swanson... <laughs> Never half-ass two things. Whole-ass one thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you I feel it. like I've learned a lot from Ron Swanson, actually. <laughs> right? Yeah. That, that said, I kind of wish they had more than two vegetarian offerings. Yeah. Because they've got lentil soup and vegetarian curry. And Talking about the curry place. What does the vegetarian uh, curry have in it? Vegetables. So no tofu or anything like that? No. Well, to be fair, um, that is a third of their menu. <laughs> yes. That's yeah, true, but there are three meat options. Yeah. And then two vegetarian options, except the lentil soup isn't really a meal, it's a side. Yeah. And then they have the dessert thing. Yeah. And technically I can eat the dessert thing too. So I could, I could theoretically eat half of their menu, but if I want a meal, I have one choice. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it's not very spicy. It, it is not very spicy. So, um, that's true. When we... Ate there today. We ate in the restaurant, mm-hmm. and they have two sauces. Mm-hmm. One appears to be soy sauce, and the other one was a not very spicy by your standards, probably sauce. I don't. But uh, what Wendy and I noticed was that, like, when you put that sauce on it, mm-hmm. it suddenly tastes like spicy curry. Hmm. Like it's it's just the spicy curry sauce that they neglected to put on. Because they wanted to put everything in one container mm-hmm. so that they could just dish it out. Yeah. Also, it has so. the advantage of being able to choose how spicy you want it to be. Exactly. Yeah. So and they, they can to, hand yeah. you the mild curry, and then if you want it to be spicier, that sauce is the mm-hmm. sauce they were going to put on it yeah. anyways. <laughs> and they have to either eat in or, like... No, you can just... Some, I'm you know, sure you can just ask yeah, for it. It's yeah. just at the tables. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you my, can just grab some and... Yeah, when I was in there, he was like, oh, don't forget to go over to that table and squirt that thing into your thing that I just gave you. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yes, don't ever forget to squirt the thing in the thing. You gotta squirt the thing mm-hmm. in the thing. Mm-hmm. That's how the world goes round. Just remember right? that. Yeah. Squirting things into things. Yeah. Yeah. the human race. Mm. Yeah. That's right. Very much so. <laughs> Milk comes from a cow's behind. <laughs> <laughs> That's a slurm reference. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a cow. That was not a cow. It was no. a space cow. That's no cow. <laughs> This is a cow. <laughs> I don't know what he's holding up, though. It's never show the monster. <laughs> a cow is a monster. A cow is a monster in 3-5. cow is totally uh, a monster. And have you ever been really close to a cow? Yes. Have you ever been really close to a bull? That's different. That is very different, is actually. Is it yes. different? Yes. yes. A cow is specifically a female... Bovine. A bovine... That I think Bovix. Yeah. 
Actually, there, I think there's something else, too, isn't there? Well, there's steers, but those are neutered males. Okay, that, maybe that's what I'm thinking so, of. So, um... But, I mean, same species, so... Well, yes, there's but there... Like, it is unfair is, stereotyping to say there is a difference. Like, Bulls is full, are full is of rage juice. Stereotype. Yeah, let's say they've got yes. this much testosterone in them. <laughs> Every day. Joanna is Every holding day. it. The Greek <laughs> gods themselves. <laughs> <laughs> what? Used to hold a pound of yogurt. I'm now using to illustrate what what makes a bull a bull. <laughs> and and, and uh, um, <clears throat> So Holsteins are, are... So I dated a girl back in, in graduate school. Um, huh. Who? <laughs> what a strange thing. Um, who was an animal science uh, graduate student, and um, we occasionally go down to the farm. And most of the time, they're dealing with Holstein cows. And Holstein cows are a little skittish and kind of dumb, but otherwise generally docile, except when you get the one who, around the time they give birth, gets really nasty. I w- I saw the Holstein bull once. It was. Do you remember that? Do you remember that story you told at Halloween about seeing that figure of a. Mm-hmm. Like a minotaur or some That's shit on top of a hill. Terrible horns. Yeah. All skinny. Um, so, I only once saw it silhouetted against an open door at the back of the barn. <laughs> and dear God, <laughs> if you crossed, if, if you crossed a Holstein with a slender hand, <laughs> Holsteins are... probably be very silly, but also terrifying. Yeah. Holsteins, are, Holsteins are lanky cows to begin with. Yep. The, the Holstein bull is the size of a full-grown moose. Without the horns. Holy because shit. they took them off, because mm-hmm. otherwise it would kill you. Mm-hmm. It would still kill you, but it'd be harder. <laughs> it takes more time. You can't go into you can't go into the, the, the thing with the Holstein bull. It will it will murder you. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holstein I mean the, God. It was a it was a full ton of animal. And like tall. Because mm-hmm. <sighs> meese are really tall. They're like nine feet, right? This was a very, very large animal. Behind. You just said meese. Yeah, more than one moose. <laughs> I'm not the only one that does that! Yes! <laughs> do you know how many people look at me funny when I say meese? Everyone knows. It's how else clearly do you... correct. People know it instantly, too. That's the power of meese. <laughs> exactly. Everyone knows what I'm saying when I say meese. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and and I, was, I was instructed not to go anywhere near that pen. That is hilarious. Probably. The funny reason. thing is that once you see it in full light, it's... Both terrifying and hilarious because it is this terrifying giant animal that's spotted like a cow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just white with like these patches of black, on, like like friendly cow that's terrifying and like mm-hmm. eighteen feet tall. No, actually, uh, those are uh, pure white animals. That's probably just blood stains. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. <laughs> I mean, seeing a bull in real life kind of makes all the sort of super ancient imagery around bulls make a lot more sense. It's true. They're scary as shit. Yeah, they're pretty terrifying and intimidating and serious. The things we don't, the thing we don't get... And we have domesticated ones. Yeah, so. I know, right? Those <laughs> <That'd be laughs> dumbasses who are like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna milk that other thing. I'm gonna get that. <laughs> I'm gonna put a rope on it. <laughs> the thing that, um... You know, it was interesting, because reading... Reading, so for instance, uh... Guy Gabriel Kay, who I've talked about a number of times, wrote a um, wrote a book, uh, Under Heaven, which was set in an alternate version of the Tang Dynasty, which I guess 800s AD, something like that, um, or CE, I should say. And um, it was talked about how in China there were tigers and wolves. And tigers were scary if you found one in the jungle, but one, they're solitary, one tiger against an armed human, 
it's not that bad. You can scare the thing off most of the time. Yeah. You know. Tigers are predators. They know uh, what to do when they're outclassed. Yep. They were terrified of wolves. They were absolutely terrified of wolves. Because they're nature's bullies. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like, it's funny because we think of these animals like, we think of, even wolves, because we think of them as kind of mean, like, big, mangy dogs. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, like, cat, like, cattle, bison, wolves are really scary, like, Creatures, when you mm-hmm. think about them in the wild. There's... I feel like most animals are are scary when it's just a human versus the animal. Mm-hmm. Humans are not very well suited towards defending themselves against all no, of we're the... we're soft and squishy. Because our... Yeah. I mean, even when our, we our hunt... defense is hammered plate. <laughs> yeah. Well, even when we <laughs> hunt, we, we stab them, and then we wait a couple of days for them to drop dead of exhaustion <laughs> and fear. We're not going to be able to defend ourselves if they actually want to take us out. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't, didn't humans actually hu- used to hunt, like, t- prehistorically, with, uh, I forgot what the name was, but were they just... Ru- were they Pursuit just- predation, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. They, just, they just run the animal down yeah. to exhaustion. Yeah. We're not going to go fight it, we're just going to walk. <laughs> People, People actually still do that in Africa. Yeah. And I the, believe it. The only other animals that can do that are dogs, because we bred them to. <laughs> I can just imagine being deer like, God damn it. Oh, he's always behind me. <laughs> you know what's terrifying? That's like slasher film shit right yeah, there. Right. And then yeah. I Where turned the... around, and the human was still there. <laughs> <laughs> He'd come closer when I wasn't. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, at the water hole, you know, and just all of a sudden look in the reflection, there's a human in a tree. <laughs> just, 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 just sharpening the spear. <laughs> Don't. Oh, Bill, humans Don't. aren't real. Don't turn around. <laughs> Don't turn around, Susan. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we may have the next game. Yeah. Everyone yeah. plays animals. Yes. And they're slowly yes. get picked up by the oh, Serengeti. What about the POUSs? Primates of unusual size? I don't believe they exist. <laughs> <laughs> He's crawling out of the roots. <laughs> I think we know what to do. Yep. That's. I think that will happen. I think that will... I, I think I'll write that one. That's going to be easy Bob to write. Draft. I know every single thing <laughs> that, that you be, need to put in that dread scenario. That would be a really good dread yeah, scenario. I think so. I think I'm you dropped out of giraffe school. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Your friends thought long necks was a stupid idea, but you'll show them. <laughs> why? Because it's dread, so you know you, dread. you gotta have yeah. the why in there. That's right. You have to have the why. <laughs> what animal do you awkwardly make eye contact with over the water? Why <laughs> <laughs> can't you tell anybody about it? <laughs> Zebras always avoid you. Why do you think that is? <laughs> I am a lion. <laughs> why? I am a lion. <laughs> Oh, Special that's... rule, you cannot answer I am a lion to every question. It's not sufficient. You know, on a more serious note, um, <laughs> what did I miss? You missed, <laughs> you missed a lot. Dread, yeah, some stuff. but Dread everyone's animals. Version. On the Wait, Serengeti. Yeah. So, and they're being hunted. We were talking about humans kind of being the reverse size. Slenderman well, on animals. Specifically, with we were talking about hunting. humans' uh, pursuit, uh, pursuit uh, predation. That... Does that sound like a good dread game? It does. <laughs> I suppose you'd have to do a lot to make it not be silly. Or, or, it or silly. I think it can be the <laughs> silly moment in the life of dread. 
or it could get really dark. Yeah. That's a yeah, possibility. That's Whenever you set out to be silly, I find it gets dark yeah. fast. Because Maybe. you're like, ha ha ha. Uh, honestly, I'm okay with that. I mean, that doesn't bother yeah. me. That's, that's a lot of our games, There is really. something you said about Gallows humor. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it makes me... Actually, it kind of has a bit of that Whedon effect where you feel comfortable, and exactly when you feel comfortable, something terrible happens. And they shoot Tara right in the chest. I was just thinking that. <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Spoiler alert for Buffy. Shoot <laughs> <laughs> who in the chest? No one. Tara. I've seen Buffy. Tara! <laughs> she dies! Who is that? Well, that looked at it. Oh, that's girlfriend. the girlfriend! That's right. The very first time she got credits in she's, the main credits. Sophie's best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was like. Mmm, I'm a vampire See, whose Edward is loosely based off of. Do, do you know why? Do you know why I forgot? Um, or do you know why I forgot? Because then Willow went fucking batshit, and that was like my favorite moment for like the next three seasons. Yeah, that was you pretty know, cool. Where she goes to the police station, just rips the wall off, and just right in the top of the truck. Badass. One of the most touching things a friend ever did for me was I was having like a really shitty day and was being a huge asshole, and she brought me a yellow crayon. This is the whole yellow crayon speech thing. Aww. That's cute. Yeah. I have to go look this up. Watch yeah. all of Buffy. Yeah, just watch Buffy. Did, do you think... Yeah, that, 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 that killing someone right after, like... Joss Whedon loves that shit. Well, yep. they totally copied that in the first season of NCIS, too. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that was direct, a direct lift. You know, Wait, he, did, he did not do it in Dollhouse. Yeah, exactly. That shit could Dollhouse didn't live long the, enough. The, uh, the, the Secret Service station. I didn't watch Dollhouse. Uh, I, I was... Yeah, I was Your hurting. With the oh, oh, the guy. I was like, oh, Buffy ended. Okay, I'll watch Angel. Okay. Oh, Angel ended. Oh, I'll watch Firefly. Firefly ended. Dollhouse is now. <sighs> Sorry, Joss. <laughs> <laughs> I've had too much heartache. I like Dollhouse. It Dollhouse is pretty good. I want to watch it, but I feel it's, I'm going to hate that it's, it's only two seasons. Here's the no, thing about it. It's so. Here's the great thing about it being two seasons. Season one progresses like a regular TV show. Then. They received some sort of notice that there was not going to be a season three. So season two progresses like the rest of the myth arc. And that's, right. that's what I really liked about it. Honestly, what they I liked, the, what I, the reason I liked that it was two seasons was because it was only two seasons. So, first up, first season, as Duncan said, progressed normally. It was actually really good. I love the first season. It's really interesting because you can't, you really get into the question of like, who is a person? Like, what is a person? Um, because the basic plot is they have blanks that, for various reasons, sign their body up for use by this for this corporation for a year or however many or however long. Um, if they're trying to like hide from someone or if they owe someone a lot of money, whatever. Um, and and then at the end, at the end of it, they have no memory of that, and they get and they're just kind of spit back out two years older or however long. Um, and it's actually really interesting. It's very um, philosophical almost, uh, while still maintain uh, still being entertaining. Second season, then goes batshit fucking nuts. Boom! It's just weird, and just things happening everywhere, and it was progressing way too fast, and I was glad to see it over. It was a merciful death. However, it's still worth seeing, because the first season's awesome. I'll, I'll do it. But... Season one's got the episodic thing going on, and season two has, like, zero episodic thing going on. <laughs> season two is batshit crazy, around. insane, confusing, <laughs> all of the above. That reminds me like of my favorite the acceleration that <laughs> Carnival had. Yeah. Mm. I still need to watch that. Yeah, yeah, did, they, did they cram in their yeah. myth arc in, like... I think the last three episodes, they heard that they were not going to get <laughs> season three, and they were like, well... How about the rest of our this story? Is more like a uh, Twin Peaks <laughs> yeah. sort of yeah. myth arc resolution. See, okay. I wish more <laughs> shows would get, really like, you know, the author would come up with a, I've got 
a three season show. After that, it's done. Give me the three seasons, or give me nothing. Yeah, like JMS did with B five, or whatever. Because, and of course, B five almost suffered for that because they thought they weren't going to get their fifth season. Mm-hmm. So the second half of season four is trying to cram in all of season five before the end, and then they actually the got season five. Third. Two-thirds of the way through, they found that they were going to get it after all, and so then the rest of season four is filler, and season five has got a lot of filler in it because <laughs> they pushed a bunch of shit up, which means that the, like, between-episode pacing is kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, um... It's, isn't that what they do for uh, British TV, like the BBC? They renew, like... Mm-hmm. They do it... You get a season of a thing, and you have to do... You do a thing with the yeah. season. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's a better way... Well, like... Uh, well, okay, the British ones, they, the British shows, they, they do it, they, they kind of have a bit more contained story arcs, I think. Yeah. But honestly, I like Yanni's idea of, like, you, you have a story arc. It's a, here's my story I want to tell, it's two seasons, it's three seasons, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then just putting it out, you know, and just doing that to keep from this, like, like so many times I have seen great shows that I was so enjoying watching get canceled because of writer strikes or other things. And That's how you get Wesley Crusher. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Like, he was supposed to do, like, a bunch of little things across several episodes, and then there was one particular... Oh, no, 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 no. What, what, what happened is that there was supposed to be an episode showing that he was valuable in this way. That he, he had a point that he was not just a useless person. He that... wasn't just a kid who happened to be on the bridge. Right. And there was a writer's strike, so they needed more episodes. So they took that and him rescuing and saving things, and they broke that up into a whole bunch of episodes, like three or four different episodes. So you just have, like, four episodes of in order of day. Wesley saving the day in some really obnoxious little way, right? <laughs> Except you also have shows getting canceled because of things like that. Right. Yeah. Or almost human. episodes it's not even getting They're, finished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, uh, it's... Like, writers deserve to get paid. But damn it, I wish they'd strike when they're not in the middle of writing a season. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, the best time to strike. No, no, that's, yeah. that's like wishing that you have never want. been born. The proper thing to wish is that the writers would get paid enough so they wouldn't need to strike. Have to strike. Mm. Yeah. I suppose. I'm selfish, though. I want them to finish my shows and then strike. No. <laughs> no, you want them to get paid so they can write the full show and then write more. Uh, Dude, there was a whole arc of just spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I mean, like, the word was the catchphrase of the arc. I haven't actually finished that arc. Was that when uh, the doctor uh, met Blake? Wow. Um, <laughs> that happened. It's, it's, it's true, though. Like, Blake, Blake taught me not to not to be bothered by spoilers, because he told me the entire story of One Piece before I started watching it, up until, I think, the War of the Best. To his credit, he is a really good storyteller. In all, yeah, all the arcs, he actually the story, the way he tells the story of a show or whatever, is more entertaining than actually watching. I wouldn't watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I love hearing Blake tell me about it. <laughs> yep. Shit, I need to hear that. I haven't heard. That yeah, you should awesome. like, be like Blake. Tell me about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he will tell you an epic tale. Or I will the, do that. He'll mm-hmm. analyze it for or any too. of the Justice League uh, cartoon yeah. shows or anything. Like that. I'm, I'm sure he time do. to watch that shit. Yeah, but he'll tell I you. Tell you about and he'll make it better too. I should get him to do it for me for One Piece, because you know, I don't really want to finish that. Me too. I want, I want to watch this. it, but I want to finish it. You should probably sense. just make a podcast, make it subscription-based, and like you don't have to watch TV shows, you can just listen to Blake tell you about TV shows. That's a new, <laughs> that's a new segment. We're doing it. 
Blake tells about cartoon shows. Blake spoils everything. Spoiler alert! We have to do this. Making notes. Hold on. Writing this down. Spoiler alert. Sarah Blake won't work for you. So, Blake, if you're listening, thanks for signing up. Also, you probably heard us talk to you in person about this, so you're like, oh, God, he's talking about this again? God, what would well shut up? I mean, he's got to stop eventually. I mean, he can't just keep going on like this, can he? Surely not. Okay, seriously now, what's going on? And then we'll stop. So here's the thing, I need somebody to sell me on the rest of American Horror Story, because I watched the pilot, and I was what? sad. No, it's awesome! I didn't we like can the pilot. Do Wait, wait, wait. I didn't like the pilot. I thought it was really cliche oh, which and one? sad. That's that's that is. So I need you to sell me so, on okay, it, please. Okay, okay. So the first episode of every season is like the cliche. Yeah. Things sets out, and then the God. rest of the the season is a deconstruction of all those tropes in the okay. best way fucking possible. All right, it's that's true. all I needed to hear like, because I watched oh it. And I'm like, God. oh my god, how do all my friends like this? This is terrible. Yeah, the, like, that was how we felt about the first episode, and then we watched it, and we're like. Okay, that's all. It's, Thank you. It's definitely worth checking. I was out. upset because I really want, I really want it, but then I was like, Ugh. yeah, they they all go. Yeah. Okay. I would say they go. I still well, watch the, the next one. beginning of the next season. Yeah, that's season. the that's the next Coven season. Is <laughs> I love Coven. I'm in okay. love with Coven. It has the same thing. I would say Coven is the has the highest um, discrepancy between obnoxiousness of pilot to goodness of show, however. So I'm warning you about that. And, you know, if you just want to watch a particular flavor of tropes, you don't need to watch them, like, the seasons in order, because they don't have that. Mm -hmm. That's not an issue. I have to say that I'm kind of... The thing that does make... That did make me a little happy is that I am interested in the witches being bitchy. I do want to watch the witch soap opera. But it's It's not not, about that. It's not about that. It ain't no charmed. Yeah. It is <laughs> totally like if I you like ever... God damn it. <laughs> you shut your face. It doesn't mean it wasn't a witch soap opera. Well, no. If you've ever wanted to see to see Kathy Plates play a disembodied racist head, this is the show for you. Okay. Yes. From the 19th spoilers. <laughs> okay. No, that's not. not a spoiler. That that sells well, me out I mean, a lot. Well, I mean, she wasn't a disembodied head in the episodes that I saw. <laughs> That, that makes me feel a lot. She gets Thank better. you. <laughs> that's really. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all I needed to hear from you guys because yeah, I was upset. I was like, "This is yeah." Don't don't judge it by the first episode. Ooh, yeah, yeah, those are shitty. Mm-hmm. The, uh, okay. the the, the also, pilots are shitty. I'd say I think the I think I think in terms of goodness of writing, mm-hmm. etc. I think it goes three one two. So two is the weak, weakest season in my mm-hmm. opinion. It's still entertaining though. However, and it's very tropey. And <laughs> as I would suggest. They do get, no matter what order you watch the seasons in, they mm-hmm. do get better having seen the previous ones with the same actors in different roles. The only reason I would say to watch them in order from one one to three is because they kind of work with your expectations from who that person was in the last season. That is true. They do a really good job with that. Yeah. Like, especially well, with Tate. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh yeah. I am going to um, disagree with you though. I think season two is way better than season one. We actually have a bad image of what season, season two, two is like. Because we went to a website which had the episodes out of order. By which I mean, because the uh, season two is out of order chronologically, yeah. we watched the last episode first, and the first episode last. 
and we watched all the other episodes in correct order, and so we didn't notice it. Oh. And then we're like, oh. Well, because it does time skipping, we thought that was intentional. Because we were like, ah. oh, well, why? There's no tension here. We know this character we survives. Know this, we know this person gets redeemed, this person survives, this person dies, so why do we care? We know that this person is we saw the a character of this person. We yeah. thought we saw someone redeemed before we met the person. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, that's stupid. I don't give a shit about this character but, now. Yeah, I know that this person is going to be... <laughs> Well, that makes a lot. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay. Season two is the one with the asylum, right? Yes. Correct. Okay. And it's got every asylum trope. Oh all my of god! Them. <laughs> it's I true. Would just, I would watch it just for uh, sister. Uh, yeah. The young sister, or the older sister. The older, older one. Sister. Yes. She is so. She is such a great actress. Oh, she is. She's she's crazy, but like the the characters, not the the actress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's Jessica Lange. Oh. Yeah. Oh she is yes. So she is so talented. Good. I have to say, she was the like. The, the shining light in that she's, pilot that I You watch. get to see so much of her. <gasps> Yay! Awesome. She is like this. She's pretty much one of the major characters. Yeah, that's what I'm kind one. of excited about. Like, and it's, she always sweet. plays a semi-villain kind of character. Not really the villain, but mm-hmm. a semi-villain kind of character. But she does it in a completely different way each time. It's mm-hmm. almost a redeemable villain, though. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> she flip-flops. I've never had a character I both hated and rooted for so, so much. So many right? times. Like, it kept switching back and forth. That's why she's so good. Exactly. No, I'm I'm really agreeing. Oh, I love her. Oh my god. You gotta watch them. I shouldn't have doubted you, (laughs) Dad. You really shouldn't. I don't know how you feel about these things. Mm -hmm. Like, especially with Coven. um, It goes out of its way to... No, it doesn't even go out of its way. It just is written in a way that's very... uh, I don't want to use the word progressive, because that really gives a wrong flavor. Mm. I just... It does... Instead of, like, forgetting a whole bunch of... It doesn't ignore issues that other things kind of glaze over, but it does it in a way that's, like, really smart and intelligent and not preachy and annoying. Yeah, yeah I was actually very impressed how they handled yeah. things like that. I, I definitely know what you're talking about. I was really impressed how <clears throat> they have believable POV female characters. Because yes. that's not a thing that happens ever. Yeah. Right? That, that was what I was most happy in all, about. In all seasons. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, Scop. Scop. You're saying it too loud. This podcast is fully copyrighted by its hosts. Visit us at podcastmagicmissile.com. I Podcast Magic Missile, attacking the darkness since 2012.